Welcome to the Ball Bros. My name is Nick. I'm Jake. And I'm Sandy. Coming at you with a lot of sports and a little bit of nonsense. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. It's Friday, baby. TGIF. It's a beautiful Friday here with the Ball Bros Pod. We have a little Thursday night recap, a lot of action, kind of a fun game, you know, maybe a little awkward at times, but... Outside of one big injury. Hey, Pablo. <laughs> one huge injury. Also, two of throwing up gang signs and, and having brain damage. Rest of speed recovery on them, though. Of course. Right. Fun for me because I'm a Bengals fan, and, uh, you know, like I said, I, I want to I harp on this a little bit. You know, we were talking a couple weeks ago about teams that we were panicking on, and the Bengals were 0-2, lost two nasty games. And right. I said I wasn't panicking on them. And now they're back to 2-2. Two and two. This team is too talented to, to be just a bad team this year. I don't think they're going to win 12 games this year, but I think they'll be back in the playoffs. And it was good to see them get they on had, the right track. They had the win with those jerseys on last yeah, night, right? Yeah, they kind of had yeah. to. I mean, absolutely. If you're going to pull a stunt like that, you have to win. That's the rule. Speaking of rule. Speaking of scary injuries. Yeah. We got some more scary injuries coming oh, up here. What was the real thing? Matt Rule? Yeah. Panthers? Uh, yeah. Oh, I Matt see. Rule. <laughs> you want to talk about Christian McCaffrey <laughs> oh, then? Gosh. Should we start there? I mean, yeah, quad McCaffrey. injury. I mean, every day of practice, it's getting worse, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, it says right now he's expected to play, so should be good to go, but it's it's McCaffrey. I guess we'll he's, see he when lives, he comes out and scores 15 points. He lives on fine. the injury report. It's yeah. just you can't get him on there for anything super minor, but you're going to get them on there every week just for something. No, it's terrifying. And lengthy. They, they have to put him on the report if he's going to miss any practice to begin with. But it's not like the week one when he was on the report for like a cut in yeah. his shin or something yeah. like this is legitimate. I mean, this could be a quad injury. could be a hamstring if it, if it gets worse and he could be out multiple weeks like Keenan Allen. Yeah. Soft tissue, scary. soft tissues. As we've said this whole year, it's just one of the scariest injuries as far as it's nagging. And it, it's not like a, a tweaked ankle, you know, or, or like you're saying, like a cut, this is something that could develop into more. And as he said, if he takes a piss, he's on the injury report. Oh yeah. So he's running back 12 on the year so far yeah. and everyone's disappointed already. Yeah. Imagine if his performance goes down and his usage is going to stay the same. If I mean, he misses, a, if he misses even like two games, I think that's going to be enough from, from now on no longer a top three draft pick in redraft league. Really? Yeah, not even a first be. rounder at this point. You know, it's a slippery slope. Once you get injured big once and then you do it twice. I think you still take a chance on him like later in the first round from here on out. But I think gone are the days of him going one or two overall. I don't even think you could take him in the first round anymore. What if wow. he destroys Arizona this week? I mean, that's the that's the upside for him. But at the same time, if he's not healthy, we don't even know what we're going to get out of him. Mm. They don't throw the ball to him anymore. Speaking of guys who are actually suiting up but are hurt, Dalvin Cook. Oh, the mechanism is out, baby. <laughs> he's ready to go. Yeah, that was some great news. It was really weird, you know. It, it went from questionable to just randomly healthy, like middle of the week. I'm thinking, all oh, right, this would have been like a game-time decision, right? No. Yep. They just straight up changed him. He's healthy. He's good to go, at least so they say. And, you know, we should get a heavy dose of him. Yeah, they had to figure out if he was going to play or not a little early solely because of the London situation. Mm. I think the Saints are already out there and the Vikings hadn't been out there mm. yet or something. It was a weird like they got out there at different times, so it's kind of that's kind of bizarre to me. Jet lag is going to definitely play a factor. It's nine thirty game, so it's going to be a fun game early. They'll stay with that game. Two inactives that are are pretty big. Michael Thomas is officially out. 
with a foot injury. Jameis Winston is doubtful, but I don't. He probably doesn't play. Jameis isn't going to play. He's got a broken yeah. back. Andy Dalton is in, and uh, Chris Olave is going to have to step up. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that game probably a little bit later. Kamara is pretty much good to play. Um, out of that game, you know, all the receiving core, like I said, Michael Thomas banged up. Jarvis Landry's still dealing with a little bit. Yeah, he's so, questionable too. Yeah, Jarvis Landry's just old at this point. I mean, that's really what it seems to be. Pablo, we're going to have to get you out of the garage, buddy. Well, regardless, who's the next guy on the list? Yeah, another uh, kind of big out is David Montgomery, so Khalil Herbert's season. Yeah, he's, he's definitely in the lineup now. As he was probably one of the top two pickups. Yeah. And the other guy, guy. which if he was on waiver wires, it was kind of a weird situation. Jamal Williams, Mm. he's going to be healthy and getting a load of snaps because his uh, counter and their uh, DeAndre Swift is not going to play. I posed this question earlier. I'll ask you two now here. Who scores more points this week, Herbert or Williams? Williams. I might have to go Herbert in this case. I just don't think that the game against like Detroit and Seattle, I think is going to be a gross game to watch. And we, I've loved Detroit every week this season, but I don't think this will be a fun one. And I don't see a lot of touchdowns necessarily. They're going to try some different wrinkles in the offense. They're going to have to. I mean, you, if you don't have Almond Ross St. Brown either, speaking yeah, of him. There's another guy we were going to mention. Know, this, exactly. this is a really big week. I mean, honestly, for injuries, this is some, a lot of big names. You know, we're not talking about, you know, guy here and there. You know, we're talking about stars that are missing some time. You know, DeAndre Swift, we kind of foresaw it a little bit. Um, he's been banged up all year, and he might be he one of those a couple guys. games, which is scary because yeah. he's a high-value draft pick for most people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then Amon Ra, you know, he'll come back probably sooner than Swift, I would be you know, yeah, I would, more I would honest about. So. But this Detroit offense, they do have pieces. You know, if DJ Chark does play, I know he's even doubtful or, you know, questionable right. at this point. Josh Reynolds, we'll talk about him later. Yeah, he's always been See, solid. That makes me think that this could – it's either going to be they are horrible on offense or it's Jamal Williams because there's no one else. Maybe they can't move the ball and he just sees every opportunity. I think Herbert will just get more looks in the offense than Jamal Williams will solely because I mean, last week. I mean look at they're playing the Giants, mm-hmm. Herbert is. And yeah. I look at that upside as, you know, potentially 160 rushing yards again. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. It's a oh, big yeah. number right there. I mean, but why not? He's, he's talented enough, and yeah. they're not giving the ball to anybody else. They already don't pass the ball a lot, so, you know, he's already more effective than David Montgomery has been, right, and right. he should have no reason to another, be slowed uh, down. Another, another kind of big out who's been out, Keenan Allen, is officially ruled out again. Really? That, that one, yeah, it's, it's getting kind of scary. Hamstrings got, when you're 30 years old. He got, like, taken to the locker room twice this week with the trainer, so it sounds uh, like it's actually going backwards. Yeah. And it's a hamstring, right? Yep, and I would look for that yep. maybe a couple more weeks. Yeah, right now, if you're Josh Palmer, fantasy owner, they're gonna that team's going to have to get guys like him. You know, Mike. obviously you got to get Mike Williams the ball as I much like as you can. I like it Gerald Everett, too, to, to exactly. get more touches. And so. <clears throat> Austin Eckler, yeah. you know, maybe the best player on your offense, potentially. He needs more work. He needs to get more work. They don't need to keep dumping it off to Josh Kelly. You know, Spiller's not really done anything yet, hasn't had too many opportunities, but Eckler has to be the guy. He's going to have to score some touchdowns. How many rushing yards or rushing receiving yards are we looking at for Eckler? Over or under 100 total? I think over this week because, again, they're going to have to run through him. I think much like the Saints are going to have to use Kamara, the Chargers are also going to have to use Eckler like a workhorse this week. Yeah, I mean – Hundreds tough because I don't think he's getting those eighty rushing yards that he used to get. I think he gets like fifty or sixty. But maybe right. he catches a couple of big passes. So I I could see over. That's the hope. Yep. 
Mac Jones out, obviously, and then God. Chris Godwin game time decision. Probably not. I just I fade him. Yeah, it's Wouldn't, coming off of a hamstring. Just don't ever do that. If he is active and he plays, you know, unhurt, he could be a big impact in that game. But I, I give just, him one more week. If he came back fully healthy this week, I think he scores twenty points because no one else yeah. is in that right now. Mike but. Evans is going to play, but you know it's. If it's just him and no other guy, you know, Russell Gage even has been banged up. You know, it's just been a really – a lot of teams with a lot of depth have been hurt more than others. You know, you have some teams that all the receiving core is fine, you know, but there are some teams that have a lot of guys that just are not there yet. They haven't been able to stay healthy, and I think Leonard Fournette is due for some positive touchdown regression. He deserves a touchdown by this point. Right. Yeah, we do look at the Cowboys, Mal- Michael Gallup is looking like he should play. Yeah, he had no designation today, right? That's he what should I be saw. fully healthy. And he's going to have to get going. Noah Brown has surprisingly been good yeah. in that offense. And CeeDee Lamb, you know, he had an ra- amazing game last week. I look for that to continue, but I also look to see a guy like Michael Gallup take control. I thought Jalen Tolbert was going to be a guy who stepped up. He really didn't impress me too much. He's been a healthy and active more times than he's played this year. But I'm not starting Gallup or Noah Brown, and I'm starting mm-hmm. CeeDee Lamb as a – Low end Scary. wide receiver too. Yeah, yep. I do think once Dak comes back and and Schultz gets healthy and Gallup is healthy, the offense sh- should be fun again. And I think maybe that CD gets an uptick in work. Hopefully, Pollard. It, this is another Pollard game, really. Yeah, it could yep. be. Why not? Is any other big names on there? Any other names we should mention? That's about it. Okay, right. you guys want to get in the just talking about that game from last night? Yeah. Well, what are the biggest fantasy takeaways from the game? The two biggest wide receivers? Mm. Do you want to start there? Tyreek Hill, doesn't matter who's throwing him the ball. He's going to get 10 catches. 10 for 14, 160. And then Higgins, 7 of 9, 124 and a touchdown. Yep. And the biggest thing, and I watched the whole game, obviously, but the one big thing I saw that could actually help Waddle and Hill is Bridgewater can actually throw the ball in the air over 40 yards. Yeah, there was I mean, he two, slung it 60 yards. It was a yeah. lucky catch. It was a bobbled catch, but... The exact same play when they ran it earlier, it was an interception. Yeah, it was an interception. Yep. And, and, you know, we don't want to harp on, on Tua too much. He, it's a brutal injury, and I hope he recovers speedily. Yeah, but a terrible situation but for Tua. he just, he constantly underthrows the ball. And he is an accurate passer. He made some yeah. great passes. When he was able to throw it within 20 yards, 20, yep, 30 yards, his passes were money. You that's know, what I, he's there always wasn't been. many guys that can do it we better. We knew that coming out of college. We don't act like he, he's not Joe Burrow coming out of college when they were comparing the two who was going to go one and two he just doesn't have the arm strength and he has the accuracy Bridgewater does have the arm strength and not the accuracy so that's going to be interesting going forward for for Waddle and and Hill do we think two is out for the rest of the year no I think two might miss like two or three to four games though they're going to have to take it very careful now probably five six games I'm thinking at least three or four because that looked bad I just know with how much scrutiny that medical staff's taken, they're they're forced to over-evaluate now. Right. And this is a, a – just talking about the receivers again, this is one of those cases where at 60-yard touchdown could have gone either way. So yep. whoever you're looking at in terms of Higgins or Chase, keep starting them both confidently yeah. every yeah. week because Chase still pulled through for 80 yards. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, like you said, if a touchdown goes the other way, then Chase is the one that has 25. Exactly. And that's what you – you start both of them every week and start Waddle and Hill every week, even though Waddle had an off night. Now, a question of a guy who I want, I want to know where you, the temperature is for you guys. I know Sandy's a big fan of him. You know where I'm going with this. Mostert versus Chase Edmonds. Mm. The snap counts have been crazy the Most, last few weeks. Evan and 
like Moster got most of the work. Exactly. Edmonds got a lucky touchdown shovel pass. I'll show that too. He wouldn't have, he wouldn't have done anything. Yeah, so you're should've. banking on him getting a touchdown every week. Chase Edmonds has scared me. I've gotten lucky scored for me two weeks in a row, you know, well, three times in two weeks, but yes, I, that's the only thing. And that's the problem with a guy like him. You don't want a guy. He's, he falls into that Clyde Edwards Hilaire. They're yep. both very touchdown dependent that, yeah, you can start him. They'll get you your floor and that's fine. If your other guys step it up, but if you have guys, if your guys like Jamar Chase are continuing putting up, you know, in that 10, 15, not saying Jamar Chase will continue that trend, but if you have enough of those guys that aren't stepping up and you only have your Chase Edmonds, he falls into the, also like the James White role. What scares he's never going to get a huge amount. What scares me with Evan, Edmonds, he had a touchdown last night and he put up 10 fantasy points. Yeah. Five rushing attempts, only 28% of the snaps. The snaps that are is a, That's horrifying. And Mostert looks great. Yeah, yeah. and his, sna- his snaps have decreased every game. That's what's scary for me. The only thing why I'm still holding out hope is the fact I know Mostert hasn't really made it through a full season. Yeah, I like Edmonds more for his health and his longevity, and that's why I would still be confident. You know, it's making it a risky start because of the touchdown dependency. But eventually, you know, he could emerge as the you know the team's true top back when it's all said and done. Let's look at the top back on the other team, Joe Mixon, averaging mm. two point seven yards a carry for the season. Eighty-two attempts for two hundred twenty-four yards. Thank God he got that touchdown last night. And he did catch a ton. He did catch a ton of checkdowns, which is weird. I mean, they yes. were checking. He was checking it down so much, but only four for thirteen. His targets are kind of all over the place, but I like to see that they're using him in this way now. Yeah, at the, least getting three every single game, which helps. But yeah, his efficiency the, has to get up. The problem is they don't really have a true run scheme. They don't run to the outside a lot. They do too many pitches that don't translate into a lot of yards because they take too long to get back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and those 24 carries, I mean, he had yeah. probably 15 of them inside the five yeah. and it equated to one touchdown. Yeah. I mean, run it right up the gut three times in yeah. a row is not efficient at all. Right. You got to hit the outside. And a guy like Joe Mixon's going to be able to shake off some tackles, you know, but he's not a bruiser. He's not going to run up the middle every play and, and gather 70 yards, you know, that way he's going to have to be able to be more utilized in the short passing game slash outside running. His talent kind of looks like Zeke right now, mm. where it's a little bit slow, like cutting up the field, yep. and it's a little concerning, but thank God for the volume. Yeah, yeah, the volume's there. And, I mean, after last night's game, he's running back three. What was he before that? Probably like yeah. 11 or 12. So He just has that extra game that's, gap on him. That's all. where you want him to be, honestly. If you drafted him in the start of the second round, maybe you're wanting a little more, but – all the running backs have been disappointing. The thing you like, like you said, is the usage is there, and that's that's king for backs. Right. That's what keeps backs alive. He you just know, needs to the get year. more efficient. Enough about this game. You know, we know the Bengals won, two was hurt. You know, but what about some of the guys we're looking forward to this week? Do you want to start, Sandy? Who's the first guy you're excited about? We already mentioned it earlier with the injury report to DeAndre Swift. I love Jamal Williams this week. He's about to get a ton of work. There's other guys banged up in the offense, so it's just going to be a good week to look for him. He's going to be highly involved. He'll be the only guy getting the snaps, and he's very versatile for that offense. And against Seattle, they're hit or miss. They do have a really good defense, but this is at home, not at the 12th man. So I like their chances. Do you see over 60 yards and a score in this game? Is that in the range of outcomes for sure? Absolutely. I, I can think see over that. 60. I, I mean, mean, he had over, he had 87 and two last week. So if you cut that in half, then yeah, 60. Exactly. And His one. yards per carry looks fine. You know, I mean, this yeah. year he's, you know, been right around the four yards per carry. So I mean, and that's yeah. with the 
op- that's with the opportunity he's gotten. That's not even at this point. The offensive line has looked great. Yeah. I mean, he gets two or three yards every carry without even getting any contact. And if they are going to rely on him, I think this is a big game for Jamal Williams and, you know, maybe a spike touchdown somewhere else later in the game. But, I mean, Jamal, he's in for a huge workload. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like him too. I think that was probably the number one waiver pick. Him and Herbert were one and two. So I'm sure most people spent some big money on him, and he need he needs to have a touchdown just to pay what it off. I, what did I Some of us, not quite enough. I spent 48. <sighs> Sandy was at 41. <sighs> Rohan at 25. And then Jake at 21. Jake, you lowballed him. Yeah, 21 is well, a wild number. You know, I wasn't trying to go too big on him. I just wanted to see if I could could swoop in. So I'm not upset about I'm it. I'm down to nine fab on the season. <laughs> That's wild. Yep. Not a I, bad thing. I spent about 21 to go after Khalil Herbert, and uh, a league mate of ours got him for 25. Mm, yeah. That hurts. Lost out by four. That one does hurt because he's those, about to score like 15, 20 points. I was the second week. highest bidder on both of them. Am I mad I didn't get him? No, because I did at least get David and Joku. Did you guys see the Eagles bid? Five dollars for going, one dollar for Ron. I love it. <laughs> That's I beautiful. Love it. That's the best part about Fab, right there. It is just a random you amount. You just don't know. You don't know who's going to do it. That's really cool. I, I think it is going to be a long, uh, you know, long term change in our league. Well, Jake, I don't think you picked either of your guys up off of the waiver wire. Who are you starting this week? Who are you super excited about? Yeah, I'm gonna. We were talking about Eckler a little bit earlier. I think it's time for him to to finally pop off a little bit he has another guy another running back what's new it's been a little disappointing this year is he due for his big game he is i think i think this is the game like i said i don't think he gets 80 100 rushing yards but i think he catches some big passes and hopefully gets some touchdowns i'd say the touchdown regression is in his favor against (laughs) he has zero touchdowns right now he has to get one right four carries five yards last week that's the number that if, if a coaching staff is looking at it if a fan is looking at it Somebody knows something is wrong. I'm mean, talking about another guy who's not efficient. Look at his yards per carry. 2.5, oh, yeah. 2.7, and 1.2. He's getting blown up behind the line of scrimmage. He can't shake defenders. He has to catch passes this his, week. His usage is very much identical to Joe Mixon right now. They both are utilized in volume, but the problem is they haven't been able to do too much. Yeah, PPR is saving Eckler. The difference is Eckler's seen nine yeah. and ten targets the last two weeks. That's huge. So I think he sees those targets, and this time he he breaks one and finally gets the mm-hmm. touchdown. Yeah. That's the plan. That'd I be agree. beautiful. Like I said, he's going to have to step it up. So Absolutely. I love that pick. I've been hinting at it all show. I really like Josh Reynolds this week, and I hate that I'm playing <laughs> against him. You picked him up I in Dynasty. Up. I think he I think he gets a touchdown this week. I, I mean, mean, he's the been last, consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah the last two weeks he's – I think he'll might maybe combine the last two weeks, unfortunately, this week. If Amon Ra's not there and DeAndre Swift isn't there. It just depends on the impact. You're thinking a 30-point Josh do? Reynolds performance? He's had it before. He's done it before, Jared Goff, especially when he was That's with true. him in L.A. He's had games with two touchdowns before. Yeah, it's always the random names. I like that as well. But I think the one thing that I don't feel as confident about with a Lions receiver, especially when it's already banged up, is Seattle again. Mm. They have a good pass defense. I don't think we can deny that against – quarterbacks you know maybe not on that elite level you know Russell Wilson was better probably the best quarterback they face and they still made him struggle I so. think in a way this is a kind of a, I hope that first off hope jo- I hope Josh Reynolds plays because he is questionable mm, right. but also hope that DJ Chark plays yeah. Because yeah. if they can both play, one of those guys is going to yeah. get a bomb touchdown. That's true. I feel like if it's only one, then they're going to really struggle. Yeah. But oh, it, yeah. if Chark and them play, I mean, Reynolds saw 10 targets last week, mm-hmm. and he's probably going to see 10, 10 to 12 again this week. Why wouldn't he? 
And I want to give a little shout out to the other Craig Reynolds on the team. I would, if you're in a real deep league somewhere, maybe pick him up for a, a anytime touchdown here. I mean, Ooh. that could happen. I like that. Yeah, anytime yeah. touchdown, you're only banking on one or two catches, maybe. Yeah, he just needs one red zone look and mm. to you break, break one away. Loose. He's right. going to be used a lot more than people. Jamal Williams fans are going to like. Mm. Uh oh. Who's the next guy? Sandy. The next guy is Alvin Kamara. <laughs> And uh, this is just the same thing. the same story of with Eckler. And Eckler has been a little bit better than Kamara, but the same story is we just need to see this man do something. This and nine thirty in the morning too. This one's personal. I've got Sandy. him on my team in Dynasty, and I've kept starting him because at the end of the day, yeah, it's Alvin Kamara. But this is in London. This is against a different type of defense. You know, Minnesota's no slouches, but they're also not you know the toughest in the league. It's going to be a very rough day to be a Saints fan for the offense. So unless Alvin Kamara can get it going, they might get blown out against Minnesota. Yeah, it's going to rely on Andy Dalton. And yeah. is that a bet any of us really want to make? That's what I'm. That's what I'm. I think the biggest question is, what does Dalton do? Does he feed Alave? Does he check down to Kamara and get him his PPR points that he needs? Is this a Mark Ingram poaches a touchdown again game? Probably right. Mark Ingram in London. I mean, uh, that sounds right. Right. That that's sounds a, perfect. Maybe a Mark Ingram anytime touchdown. Yeah, I, I'm sorry to say it, Sandy. No, but it's, it's fine like because Kamara. they he can poach one. I think Kamara still <laughs> does get one. One, yeah. I think he does get one. Yeah. All right, Kamara, does he get over under 55 yards? Total? Rushing. I just like rushing. over. I think over this week because, again, they're going to have to. They don't have a lot of options. If Michael Thomas is out, if Olave, you know, is your only true option because Jarvis Landry, we also mentioned, is a little banged up too. Right. So he was 15 of 61 last week, seven targets, and he finished with six points. <laughs> that I think, is absurd. I mean, it was because of the fumble. This is, and you already have him in Dynasty, but this is the ultimate buy low on Alvin Kamara right. time. If you're in a redraft league, go ahead yeah. and try to swoop him. I'm playing against him in all mission. I'm not happy about it. Might go off yeah, this week. Yeah, I have a bad feeling. It's I am playing Alave, before. though. I love playing Alave in the same game. Alvin Kamara is your worst nightmare. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember that Christmas game, brother. <laughs> exactly. Believe me, I'll never forget so that. So maybe that's the good luck that I'm looking for. Is <laughs> as long as you're seeing him on the other team, maybe that's a good thing. Hopefully my next guy has some good luck. Kareem Hunt. I'm very confident in both Browns running backs this week against the Atlanta. Mm. Very confident, really, with any Browns player this yeah. week against Atlanta. Yeah, I almost said to start. Uh, Amari Cooper just because I think they're going to put up points. I thought about that too, but I'm like, like <laughs> Amari Cooper never strikes three yeah, times. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, I he think already beat and strike twice. Right. So if he does three times, then I know something's up. Right. But I think the touchdowns are going to bounce back Hunt's direction this week. He's had two games in a row where he gets the exact same usage, gets nine fantasy points each game. If he didn't have a touchdown in week or two touchdowns in week one, he would have had three games with literally almost the exact same stat line. So just give him a touchdown this week in a positive matchup where I feel like they'll have to put up points early. Does that also translate to Nick Chubb doing yeah. the continuing his role? I think they'll both probably. be fine. Nick which Chubb probably scores 14 again. Yeah. And he's fine. Chubb will score 14 and have 140 rushing yards. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably go 29 for like 140, and Hunt will go six for two touchdowns. I love Literally. Hunt's Nick the best, Chubb this year. Hunt's the best like flex player. You oh, need yeah. to start him in your first or second flex and, and he's just confident. Of all the running backs, I'd say Jamal Williams is what, you know, Kareem Hunt, excuse me, is what Jamal Williams on a great day would be. Jamal Williams or Kareem Hunt? This week, I like Jamal this Williams. Week, Jamal, I'm starting Jamal Every week, Williams I like Kareem him, Hunt, though. Ooh, I like that. Yep. I also like Hunt a lot, bro. Who's the next guy? Jake? I'm going to go DK Metcalf here. 
Ooh, a guy who, who's been struggling this year, but he got he got his due last week, seventeen and a half fantasy points. And I like the the matchup we've been talking about against Detroit. Right. I th- I think they can they can maybe score some points here, and I think he gets targeted a lot. Hopefully, Jeff Akuda was able to limit Justin Jefferson a lot last week, mm. but that's because Justin Jefferson's more of a thinner guy, and Akuda's a big cornerback. Nobody's bigger than DK Metcalf. Yeah, that's though. true. And he, I mean, he saw twelve targets last week, only caught five of them, and still had seventeen and a half. So hopefully that usage stays up there. DK the, will be fine. They're going to funnel him more targets, and they've been going out of their way to talk about it. And if they gave him all that money, this is another one of those weeks where I'd be confident starting DK, DK or Chris Olave. Mm. I like DK a little bit more than this, but it's even. Yeah. It's close. I love Olave, but it, it's can and will Andy Dalton get him the ball. So, and I already picked DK for my Gino guys. Gino has already had the games with them. So, yeah, I think just because of that alone. I like Andy Dalton to have the type of game where he gets a you know one random bomb. But for the most mm. part, I see him doing a lot of check down, short throws, him probably scrambling relentlessly. For no reason. It's going to be a big game for DK, though. I do mm. agree. In terms of if he's a, if anybody on Seattle is going to score a touchdown, right. it'll be DK. Right. So who are some guys we're not starting this week? Who do you, who wants to start? You want to start, Jack? Yeah, I'll go with uh, with Jay Judy. Jerry Judy. Man, we just hate Jerry. this man, Judy. Like, We've I'm hated sorry. on him so many times. And the fact that I have Cortland Sutton, like I love it so much because I love to see him struggle low-key but still command some of that respect from the defense and give Sutton multiple targets. You take away that huge bomb touchdown yeah. week one, he hasn't eclipsed 100 yards on the season. So in other words, we, 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 talked we, predicted. About it. we talked about it before the year. None of us liked him. He hasn't proven anything yet. Right. One big breakaway touchdown doesn't change how you know reality sits. He, he's a dollar general version of C.D. Lamb. I mean, the same mm. type of build, mm. same similar they draft class. They went back to back in They that went draft. back to back. Like, he is the worst version of, of C.D. Lamb. I agree with that to an extent. I mean, Jerry Judy, this would be the type of week I can just randomly see him having one of those big plays. Vegas is tough, though. Vegas' defense has been good, and Hobbs is a great corner. Maybe that means he locks down Sutton and and Judy gets a big bomb. I think Hobbs might be more on Judy in this game Mm -hmm. because Judy's going to be playing out of the slot more, and I think Sutton's in for a big one here. Judy over under 40 yards. (sighs) See, now that, you almost want to take the over just in I case he catches one big I one. I say the catch is, the, that's a better one, over under three and a half receptions. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. That I think he does like two for 50. and gets He's you like only hit points. four receptions. He's had one and two the last two games. Yeah. So that's scary. it's likely the yards, like I agree with that. I'd be more likely to take the over for the yards, but the under on the overall catches. We yep. should, We I know we're not talking about this game later, but I think we should mention it a little bit later. Yeah. I think it's the Raiders so, are winning. It's win. too fun not to mention anything Bronco related. All right, Sandy, who's your guy to start? The bench. Or the bench, yes. Juju. Oh. And we've heard my, this is a tough take because because he just hasn't been able to continue that consistency at all this year. You know, I, he started off slow. He never got his groove in the offense. He hasn't made a single true connection with Patty. He just hasn't established himself there. And it, he wants to, but he just cannot seem to do it. Yeah, a guy who's getting you 50 yards a game, less than five catches a game usually, it seems like, or five or less, and no touchdowns, is not going to get the job done in terms of, you know, winning you a championship. He may be solid in the flex, but especially against Tampa Bay, who has a great defense. That's what I was thinking. It's like he did get eight targets last week for 89 yards, five catches. So that was positive to see. But, yeah, against Tampa Bay, that's – 
Um, I wouldn't be confident in starting him. Maybe exactly. a flex if you had to, but it's going to be a tough game on either side here because they're still playing in Florida and yeah. God forbid the weather down yeah. there. They do want to play in Tampa. The mayor of Tampa wants the game to happen there. Wow. So if it's a, if it's a little tropical storm too, definitely a Leonard for that game. Hmm. Yeah. Be. And if they control the time of possession, I don't think Juju is going to be the guy that Chiefs are trying to catch up with. Mm. Yeah. What about you, Nick? Fair enough. My first bench. Any wide receiver on New England. <laughs> I'm a New England Patriots fan, but Brian Hoyer is starting this week. And not to mention Jacoby Myers banged up. Yeah. Your your next best on the team is who? Devontae Parker. Nelson Aguilar. Uh, no, Devontae Parker is better oh than Nelson gosh. Aguilar. I'm, not, so, I'm sorry, he is. I just is. couldn't look at the no look confidence. at any wide receiver right there and tell me I mean I would start Randall Cobb over any of them. Right. And he's the wide receiver three on the other team here. Right. Romeo Du or Dobbs, Alan Lazard. Would you start Christian Watson? No. Over, no. over Parker. I wouldn't want to start him either. Oh, over Parker? Yes, over Devontae Parker. Over Devontae Parker. Honestly, mm. I'd only take Devontae Parker there. I'd probably take Christian Watson because I think he has more upside with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He's screwed insane. either way. But I'm yeah. the, I am. I I do want to see what Hoyer does. I want to see if this is a, a Ramondre type of game. It will be. We've if seen what Harris, Hoyer can do. I, I I know what he can do, but I want to see on the fantasy side. Will he check it down a lot? Will Harris get three goal line touches and poach touchdowns? I think it'll be the Ramondre show. He'll get the probably upwards of ten targets in this. Who game. gets the most targets total in this offense? You think Ramondre? Ramondre? Yeah. Over any. I'm receiver. starting Ramondre this week. Wow. Surprisingly enough, I am starting him this week. I'm I have taking him a chance. I have him in dynasty. I just can't wait for next year with Ramondre. I don't have the confidence yet. I've, in Amish, I'm rolling the dice because sometimes you just got to make some tough decisions. And he does have a lot of upside. He's got yeah. some juice. All right, who's the next sit, Jake? Yeah, next sit is going to be Allen Robinson. We've talked about him personally, me, because I'm an owner of him, unfortunately, in in multiple leagues, I think. I just I just hate it. I hate the matchup. I hate what he's been showing. And he had that little one game where he got the touchdown, and they said they want to use him more. And he's seen back-to-back five targets, which is better. But against San Francisco, I don't like that at all. No, not a ton to talk about with him. I just, it like you said, it's just been disappointing all year. He had one good game, and it just doesn't seem like he's there yet. So yeah. I just noticed something, and this is kind of a cool segue to the next sit. Allen Robinson, DJ Moore have the exact same stat line. Wow. Seven catches for 88 yards and a touchdown this year. Both you're unhappy with. That is insane. The and only yeah, difference, you're, both furious. you're more upset with DJ Moore no, I think you're, uh, you're, you're DJ more, Moore has Baker. I mean, everyone knew that but this was a t- we're talking possibility. About, you're DJ Moore easily. is better at overall. There, yeah, I mean, but people thought Allen Robinson was going to be right. a clear cut wide receiver to OBJ mold. So I mean, I get that his his role was bigger. His role was bigger for him in front of him with the opportunity having Matt Stafford in that Rams you know offense. Uh-huh. There was now, the opportunity definitely is there. Now they're playing the 49ers who have a great defense that's this week. That's what I'm week, saying. That's, so. that's what scares me. And maybe they maybe they take away Cup a little bit and he gets a touchdown, but I'm you not – You can't bet against Cup yeah, either. Yes, yes, exactly. Mm-mm. Well, we talked about both of mine. We talked about both of Jake's. Sounds like Sandy has one guy left. And it's Rashad. Don't take the bait, man. Oh, it's oh, not Lord. worth it. Uh, he well, – is not a guy who I really look forward to starting in a, a game against Buffalo. They're going to come out upset. They just mm. lost a close one to Miami. Baltimore, is, it's going to be a, a fun game, I would think, overall. But we saw it last week. Duvernay ended up snagging a couple big balls, and are we really looking at Bateman outside of 
unless he catches a 50 plus you know shot downfield are we confident that he's going to be able to carry the consistency through the game? He's getting a ridiculous almost 30 yards to catch. <laughs> That's what I was looking at. He literally is averaging 30 yard, 29 yards a catch. But he's hardly running as many routes as a typical any any other team's top wide receiver. Right. It's just because the offense, and obviously Amar is, is not a throwing quarterback, although this year he has looked really good. Spreading it around. Over Andrews, under 47.5 yards, and he's hit that all three weeks. You'd have to do that because he's going to get those deep shots, and if he catches even one, he's getting that on one catch. That one's not as tough as over under three receptions. Yeah. I think the same deal with Jerry three, Judy. That's the same thing. The same over thing. the yards under the receptions. I yeah. think they both had to very much potential to get that barely over, you know, around the 50, 50 to 70 in that range. It just depends on if they can get one of those 40-plus yarders in one play. I like Bateman more than, than Jerry I Judy. Do. I do. I do agree. Player. I like the opportunity that Bateman has. He's like, he, again, we're talking about a guy. He has every opportunity to be that wide receiver one. He's listed that. But if you're letting, you know, guys like Duvernay and even like a Demarcus Robinson. Duvernay's you know. scoring, getting too many goal line touches. Yeah, that's he, all over the place. He should not be receiving those targets. It needs to go to uh, now JK. It needs to go to Mark Andrews. And it needs to go to Bateman. They need to stop. Every tight end. Bateman. Here's the this or that in that own game. Gabe Davis, Rashad Bateman. Gabe Davis. Yeah, Bateman. Davis is banged Bateman up. because Davis is banged up, and I like Bateman. Assuming that they were bomb. both healthy, I would take Gabe Davis. But for this specific game, actually, you know, I didn't realize he was a little banged up. Gabe, what, is, Gabe, what are they saying? Gabe personally says that he's going to play, but he did that last week too mm. and put up six points, mm. three for thirty-seven. So I mean, not terrible for being banged up. So if he feels a little bit better this week, I see him doing more. If you if that's the it's case, oh, uh, that's guess not a short it, week because they play on Thursday. It gets a long week then. Yeah. If that's the case, then I could say you know Bateman, but it won't be pretty. You know, either either of those guys, you'd kind of be in a tough spot with. I'd go Bateman too. All right. Now I think we're done with our starts and sits. You guys want to talk about some previews for these games? Absolutely. Yep. What's the best game to start with? A lot of fun games. Well, we'll start. With, I want to start with the very first one of the day tomorrow. That that the Ooh, early baby. morning wake up, grab yourself uh, a coffee or a beer, depending Ooh. on how you're feeling. Nine thirty in the morning, baby. Probably probably a coffee or a water if I'm if I'm going to be trash on Saturday. Maybe an orange juice, right? Maybe an mm. OJ. Yeah, always orange juice in the but morning. But yeah, New Orleans, Minnesota. This should be a fun game. Does anyone think this will be the highest scoring game of the week? No, 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 <laughs> no not, not with Andy with An- Dalton. Not with Andrew Dalton and and who know who knows who else is going to pop off this game. But when the week first started, I really did. I loved every option in this game on both sides of the ball. Who do you think is going to win, Minnesota? Minnesota. Yeah. I think Minnesota wins by over two touchdowns. I, I got like, Minnesota too. I like Minnesota. Ooh, two touchdowns. Wow. I don't see it being all that close. Like I said, it it's going to require not. If this is going to require Alvin Kamara having a big game, right. realistically, because of the trend, unless I see Kamara come out and prove that he's still that guy, Minnesota shouldn't have any issues winning this game. The Saints' defense is the Saints good. Saints' defense is stout, though, and like, I don't know. I don't think it's two touchdowns. I think it's more like one to ten points. I'll go with less than less than seven point win here for Minnesota as well. Yeah, okay. I think it'll be close for sure. Now, who is there anybody in this game you don't want to play? I mean, does anyone want to play Irv Smith or Jawan Johnson? Yeah, uh, I don't want to play. Ends? I truly don't want to play Dalvin Cook. At least this week, I think next what? week it would be fine. I love the harness that because of the fact He's they took cyborg. away the injury designation, it makes me more confident. And I'm probably going to end up starting him. 
it's just, it's tough. You know, you come off a dislocated shoulder. They say, they have you questionable and then just randomly pull it off. I, it gets, it makes me nervous with the touches. You know, Madison is a great backup. I think he's going to be served, you know, more useful in this game than not. So I don't see Dalvin Cook exploding this week, especially with the you know early game. They've given up 418 rushing yards in three games, New Orleans has. So if anybody's going to break through this defense, and if there's ever going to be a game for Dalvin to have a big one, I think it's, it's got to happen this here. This would be the hopeful game for it to happen. I just see Madison stepping up. I think Madison could also have a big game. He yeah, might have a touchdown. I like um I actually like both of Minnesota's receivers and Sandy was about to have Thielen as a set this week, but I think Jefferson gets back on track, maybe not a 30-point game, but gets back on track, maybe 15 to 20, and I think Thielen gets another 15 too. Yeah, Jefferson's going to have to make some big plays cuz the offense can't move the ball down the field without it. Mm-hmm. The play action doesn't work if Dalvin doesn't get the ball and you know, Adam Thielen getting a red zone wide open touchdown. You can only count on that if Jeff- Justin Jefferson yeah. is making plays. Yep. Uh, next game, but uh, we talked about a second ago, Buffalo and Baltimore. This would be a good game. I mean, what if Buffalo could legit lose two in a row here? Oh, yeah. I'm going to pick Baltimore in this one. I'm, I'm picking Baltimore at least cover that minus five spread. Yeah, I like that a lot. I mean, th- this is close. Maybe Buffalo has a revenge game, which is kind of what Sandy was saying. Maybe they come out guns a-blazing. But Baltimore looks good right now. Their offense looks kind of scary. Uh, Lamar's looking like another MVP yeah, season. Lamar looks fantastic right now. Well, at least, you know, overall, what did he throw? Four touchdowns last week or two weeks ago? Who, Lamar? Lamar yeah. had three, three, and four last week. Yeah, that's incredible. Lamar is on a roll, and I think uh, as efficient as the Ravens have looked so far, they don't even need to get J.K. Dobbins involved. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still going to bench J.K. Dobbins probably the rest of the year. Wow. I mean, I, don't, I can't think of anybody who you could tell me this or that all day long for J.K. Dobbins. I might start guys like Eno Benjamin over That's him at this insane. point. I, th- I, think, I don't have the confidence. I think I, I do going forward. I hated him early in the year when they said he was going to play week one and we knew he wasn't going to for weeks. He was seven for 23, two catches, 17 yards. I, think, I just don't see I think I think if he comes in and gets healthy and is a workhorse there and they don't do these other guys, I think he's going to be a good player because he's going to see so much work. Yeah, he should have all the opportunity in the world. Devin Singletary, another guy yeah. like Dobbins, who we've always Scary. thought about his opportunity. Last week, 11 targets. Of mm. course, I was playing against him, so that's probably why. This week, he'll probably have two <laughs> targets. I don't know. I just... Buffalo... They're going to really have to get Dawson Knox going, and Diggs is going to have to continue to be a force. You know, I think being that the game's going to be in a little bit better of a climate, apparently he can't play in Miami, you know. <laughs> so maybe getting back up north, he'll be more efficient, maybe more impressive back to the wide receiver one status. I think Knox has been the most disappointing tight end of the year so far. Definitely. But he's also been, like, injured every single week. He's in that weird tight end twilight zone of – He's always hurt, but he's always too talented, and he's a dog, so he wants to play, but he he kills your fantasy team because he, of it. He needs red zone looks. I mean, he's only had nine targets through three weeks. Yep. That's scary. It's gross. Now, something less gross. Who has a bigger game, Allen or Lamar? And then we can move on. Josh I'm, Allen. I'm going to roll with Lamar. I'm going to do Lamar, too. I That's think that fine. game was brutal in Miami, and it showed last night. Miami looked gassed. Now, they do get a little bit more rest, Buffalo does, but that game was a brutal game, and I think Lamar, is, he's been too good to not take him. Exactly. Two teams that are 2-1, and one, 
It's going to be a barn burner. It's and a- I hate the Ravens, so like I'm rooting for Buffalo, but there's a good chance Buffalo loses two in a row. Now, how about we talk about a couple of teams that are on the downswing, not as, not quite uh, the upswing. Tennessee, Indianapolis. I don't even want to talk about this game. <laughs> it's I only worth teams, mentioning. And I like we want. I need Jonathan Taylor to get on track and start scoring twenty five again. I have to have that for my fantasy team. Yeah. So that's the only guy I care about. I mean, Pittman. Hopefully he gets back on track. But this game, I hate this game. Henry or Taylor. Taylor, John Taylor. Please. I might have to go Derrick Henry. I think oh, it'll be no. that kind of game. I think no. Tennessee will win. Indianapolis's defense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is Shaq Leonard down. still out? Who? Is Shaq yeah. Leonard still out? I think so. Is it, Dang, is I haven't heard, of, I haven't heard former, him come back. Former Darius. I don't know. Like, Indianapolis's defense just shut down Patty Kansas Mahomes. City. And that's, that's that Kansas the, City. That was one of those you got to have it kind of games. I think when they're, they're going to play a division rival right here. They swept Tennessee last year, though. Right, and Tennessee was the one seed. But let's look at how many yards Henry had against Tennessee. I think he only played him one time last year. Mm. 113 yards, three catches, 31 yards. That's good. They got him involved in the passing game that last was, week. That was I the game he got hurt. They're going to try to use he Henry. He played him twice. Oh, he did play him twice? Yeah, that was the game he got hurt in. Now, the first time he played him, he had 113. So and I have confidence that they're going to use him, and I just think they're going to be – they're going to get a little bit of a lead. This might be the game where Traylon gets his first touchdown of the mm. year. And then it's going to be a Derrick Henry show the rest of the way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So Taylor last year against Tennessee, eight points those first game, only played forty eight percent of the snaps, and then second game twenty one points. So yeah. maybe somewhere in between that, what we see this week, sixteen, he's also, seventeen. John Taylor, not saying he's regressed at all. It's just has it's been a weird start. It's been to disappointing. The I mean, he had twenty eight points the first week, which you're like, okay, he's fine. And then he had nine carries against yeah. Jacksonville. Just another reason weird. why he's gonna have to bounce back. Yeah, he has to. He missed his first practice in like eight years as well this week. Isn't Over under ninety five and a half rushing yards. I'll take a slight under there. I'm going under for sure. I'll take like an eighty five is what I'm expecting. What do you think, Sandy? For who, John Taylor? John Taylor. John Taylor. I say he's over. Mm. Mm. Strong over. This is a game I actually like a lot. Jacksonville and Philadelphia. <laughs> okay, I thought you were talking about that last game. I, was yeah. like, I hate that game. But yeah, this is this is more fun. Okay. I think this would be the highest scoring game of the week. It could be. They have Philly at you know, minus six and a half. What if, what if Jacksonville crazy. comes in here that. and wins this game and proves that they're legit? And then they would both be three and one. Wouldn't that be crazy? What a world we're living in. Trevor Lawrence looks legit right now. Mm. James this man Robinson. can't motivate his team, but he can win. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He I mean, good. who are we not starting in this game? Are you going to start ETN? Yeah, I, I think, think you're so. starting everybody. You're starting Robinson. You're starting Kirk. You're starting NTN. Even Zay Jones, may I dare say it? Zay Jones in a deep league if you need a flex, yeah. Um, and obviously AJ, AJ Brown AJ, and Smith. Devonta. You're Zay probably Otter. starting Miles Sanders. Zay Jones did miss practice, so be careful oh, with okay. that. But okay. Evan Ingram is still in play. I mean, you got all kinds yeah, of guys. I think you're starting every single person except for maybe Ingram. I think Ingram. Philly does win the game. Yeah, I do too. But you know, I don't. I don't even believe it'll be a minus six and a half. I say they only lose by three points to less than a touchdown. You know, it will be less than a touchdown when I say at like barely six. So you're talk. You're you're taking Jacksonville on that spread then. Yeah, I am for okay. sure. Yeah. I think they're going to cover six and a half. Wow. Now who? Now this is kind of tough because it's two on one here. But who would you rather have in this game as the top wide receiver? AJ Brown, Christian Kirk, or Devonta Smith? Who's having the biggest game? 
AJ You think AJ Brown? Brown? It, it should be AJ Brown, but Christian Kirk has <laughs> been the guy who's been unbelievably efficient. Yeah. No matter I'm gonna, what. I'm going to go surprising one. Devonta. I'll go different. This is than a tough. Oh, really? This is tough. Like that because yeah. any of those three, you're right. They've all been super impressive yeah. at least last couple of weeks. And you know, it really is a toss up. I think AJ Brown is, a, is the easy safe choice, but it could really come down to either Kirk or Smith. You know, Smith really had a monster game last week. Unlike what the Vikings did with Jefferson against the Eagles, I think Kirk gets moved around enough. And if they're losing, this could be a 15-target game for Christian Kirk. Mm. You guys want to make like this it. our beef? I don't We're think all it's on beef. Different pages. I like Christian Kirk. I almost agree to that statement let's go with 15 yeah. targets. Let's, just no, about. let's go with three-way beef here. We could three-way do beef. Three-way. Let's go we all take three-way. our guy. Beef of the week. I got I'm going to go Devonta. I got Christian Kirk. Man, right. whoever gets it gets their point up on the board. Oh, so we baby. Got, we got, oh, like which uh, I want I was actually saving this beef for for when we had our next beef. Yeah. So our previous beef, me and Nick have one point on the board. Thank God. And Sandy's denying that it, it, he didn't lose this beef. But, but I, lost it. I lost it. I acknowledge I lost it. Not a huge loss, it. but you lost it. <laughs> I acknowledge I lost it, but I wasn't too far off about it was Drake a, London. It was a Drake London sees a regressive week, and he once again did not. Multiple double-digit points. Incredibly it was, consistent. It player. was an incredibly consistent. Obviously, it was a regress from that week to the next, but not a regress in any negative you form You thought way. that it would Under, take Pitts yeah. having a good game, Drake having a bad game. And, and, and they both had a good game. And game. they both had good games. So yeah. maybe that just proves that Drake London is just going to be that every single week, 10, 15 points. I can't wait till the Falcons get Bryce Young. Mm. I really can't. Oh. It's going to be a lot of fun with those two guys there. They'll get Will Levis. Just watch them. Oh, God. They just got Ritter. <laughs> they got to they see Ritter get some work. Come on, yeah. man. Uh, if they, they're going to have a top two Next pick. man up. Okay, oh, what's gosh. the next game we're going to talk about? New England and Green Bay? Ugh. I don't really need to talk about this oh, much. I think uh, Green Bay wins it. Aaron Rodgers establishes his connection with you know Dobbs and Lazard a little bit more. Mm. I think they get a little bit more comfortable, even though New England's defense is good. We talked yeah, about it. It's at Lambeau. Nine and a half is interesting. Um, I'm, I'm going to take New across. England covering that. But man, can Brian Hoyer, can they score any points? Yeah, I think it'll have to be a defensive game and a dink and dunk game for the Patriots. That's why Ramondre will have a big game. But are you starting both running backs for the Packers? Yes. Yeah, I think you have to. Ever, ooh, but this is interesting, though, because New England's run defense has been really good. Right. I mean, they completely stopped uh, Harris, and they look good right now. So maybe – I mean, you kind of have to start them every week, but maybe this is a – who are you leaning more towards? I'm leaning towards Ramondre. this Aaron Jones game. Oh, Ooh, you said Ramondre? I think Ramondre actually comes out being the best receiver in this game. Or not, excuse me. Running back. Running there back you go. Who, who scores the most out of the four? Because you had to throw Damian Harris in there because he's going to get a goal line oh, touch. This who is scores not the fun. most after the, out of the four running backs? Who this scores is, the most? This is a painful game. This is horrible. Aaron Jones is the one projected the most points, and I truly think he might score the least. You think he's going to score the least? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Is this your beef of the week? Yeah, this I think, is this the beef? I think this is going to be Aaron Jones. Is, you know, anytime he has a huge game, you know, I was a huge Aaron Jones fan when he first came up. He had 32 points a couple of weeks ago. All right. That and means he, he has to have six games of five points before he does something good no. again. Is that, I'm sorry. That might what? be the beef. What? I think what? that well, is. No, who are you taking? You're taking Ramondre? I think Ramondre. I'll go A.J. Dillon for the top Dillon? back in the game. Yeah. But your yours is you're saying Aaron Jones would be the least out of the worst. I will Harris? say that, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's beef right there. I think Damian no Harris way. could. This could be one of those games where Mondra gets the catches. Damian Harris gets all the touchdowns for the Patriots. AJ Dillon gets all the catches and reception or receptions and carries for the Packers. 
And then Aaron Jones is just left on the sideline. No. Because they're winning the whole time. <laughs> what? All right. What I, I think this is the beef. What? Let's, right, we let's could write definitely it down. Make this yeah, we've, we forced the other beef. This is real beef because I'm yeah, mad right yeah. now. Okay. I'm pissed. You could be mad. I think, all right, over under Aaron Jones, a combined 86 yards. I'm definitely going to go the oh, under. Oh, I like the under there, but I, that's not counting him. I think he gets a receiving touchdown, and I think he get. I think, oh, really? I'm not saying he's going to score the most, but to say he's going to score the least, I'm taking beef on that. And I agree. I think he'll do just enough to make him like that middle ground, but I don't see him being the worst out of those four. You like Ramondre the most? I, I genuinely do this week. I do love that. all four. That's crazy. Ramondre is my favorite personal running back out of the four of them, but I think AJ Dillon is quadzilla. He does. He does. He does. Has the quads. On to Denver and Vegas. <laughs> I got Vegas winning this game. See, this is so scary because they're 0 3. We've already talked about only two teams have ever made the playoffs. At 0 and 3, do Las Vegas can well, they, they, they can win this game? Here. They yeah. can win this game. It's an no easy matchup for it. them. They've been playing. They've had a hard schedule so far, in my opinion. So yeah, the but it's only going to gonna get harder. They just have to play Kansas City twice. That they play the this Chargers again. This is the easiest oh, yeah. game that they, you know, team they face. You know, Russell Wilson doesn't seem to have the offense figured out 100 percent just yet. Oh, uh, I wouldn't say this is the easiest team they face. They faced Tennessee last okay, week. Okay, let's look. They should have. They should have beat them. Narrative Street. Chargers week one. Chargers are better. Yeah. Arizona week two. Kyler uh, Murray runs like a toddler. That they should have won that conversion. game. They should have won that game. Tennessee, it was a win and your season's still alive. Mike Vrabel's a better coach. They should have won. That's why I think that they lost that game. This game, Denver sucks. They <laughs> almost, they put up 11 points against Houston. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're right. Maybe Las Vegas does win this game and, and Denver finally gets they exposed. To. Hey, they're in the Death Star. So That's true. I think that the, all signs for me point towards the Raiders winning this. I think we're going to see Devontae be Devontae, I think. Yeah, Patrick Sertan's not doing anything against Devontae mm. Adams. No. And the only other guy I see really stepping up this week Collins. for the Los Angeles Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders? Las, Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders. <laughs> I lost my train of thought there. Not Matt Collins. Darren Waller. Yeah, okay. Okay. I thought he was oh, going to go Keelan Cole there for a second. We forgot <laughs> we forgot Waller. we forgot an injury report. Somehow Hunter Renfro is missing his second consecutive game with a concussion. Right. But Tua was able to play a concussion in four days. All right, we're not going to talk anymore about that. Okay, but, here's a gross one I want to say. Matt Collins or Jared Judy? Oh my <laughs> god. Oh, Honestly, might take Matt Collins. Oh my god. That hurts. Don't ever ask that question again. <laughs> I'll go Hollins. Just because Hunter Renfro's Hollins. out again. Just Rinfro's because out. it's a consensus Hollins. Yeah. yeah, let's go. Yeah. All right, what's the next game? Kansas City, Tampa Bay? I love uh, this game. I genuinely do, but I also hate it. It's an even, even spread. Yeah, so take who you think is going to win. I mean, Kansas City. City. It's it, Tampa Bay, but they just got beat. Yeah, Kansas City. Travis Kelsey game right here. This could be a Travis Kelsey three touchdown game. Wow. Ooh, I, I, I don't hate that. That's a bold prediction. Sunday night football. The Chiefs just lost to the Colts in yeah. an embarrassing they're way. Pissed. I think they're going to need to bounce back. I Tom think Brady, uh, I think know. it's a Miko Hartman. I think he catches a bomb. Tom Ooh. Brady's still dealing with the banged up receiving cord. Julio's still going to be a game time decision. Yeah, he gets Mike Evans back. That'll help. If Leonard Fournette can pound it on the ground, you know, like you were saying, if we have, if we're dealing with any stormy weather, you know, look for that to be more of a ground game, which could be to Tampa Bay's advantage. But Leonard Fournette is wins. getting over twenty looks a game. Last week he was twelve carries for six with six targets, so he was right on the crusp. But that was a weird game anyway. This is the kind of game where Leonard can get probably thirty carries overall. They're gonna have to. Yeah, and Mike William, Mike Evans. I'm sorry, he's back, but. 
I mean, I'm still not confident. Forty-five-year-old yeah. Brady, he hasn't I looked mean, great. And Gage is questionable. Uh, Godwin yeah. is questionable. So yeah, they they have almost no targets there. Could a Cole Beasley see some more targets this week? And Could. truly, a shout out to Russell Russell Gage. He balled out. Oh yeah, yeah. he really did. Yeah. This Russell Gage. This is the opportunity he flourishes against. Or when he was with the Falcons, these were the numbers yeah. I saw on about three games during the year. Oh, at the end of last season, he was great. That's he so targets sad. many games. It's so sad for players like that that when they get their opportunity to shine, they ball out. But then once the players are healthy, they go right back to being a four-string wide receiver. Exactly, because he's six foot one eighty-five. Russ, Russell Gage has a weird space in my heart. Last year, he got me two goose eggs, but I took a chance on him one other time when it mattered, and he got me 22 points. So I hated him for those two goose eggs, but it was a reason he had me 22 one week that I absolutely will forever love him still. Leonard Fournette, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Lenny. 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 Yep. So high. Would you trade Clyde for Leonard Fournette right now? Yeah. I hope you would have already. Well, if you could. Dynasty or. No, not that. Not dynasty. Yeah. Because in dynasty, I don't think either of them have great value. Right. Redraft. I would a hundred percent. I think Clyde is just going to regress. Like Jerick McKinnon has seen more attempts in this offense. You all realize that. Yeah. Jerick McKinnon. And then you add Pancheco. So it's like Pacheco. So yeah, I think. (laughs) Pacheco. uh, Pacheco. (laughs) Pacheco. Pancheco. I think Clyde sees regression as he's due. He's not going to keep up these touchdowns. No chance. All right. What's the next game we're talking about? The Rams and the Niners. I don't really, I'm not really really looking forward to this game for the sake of. Look at that spread. San Francisco is favored. That's crazy. I don't think that they win this game because we don't know what this San Francisco offense, this man Jimmy G well, hates the offensive plays. I don't say we don't know that. We do know that. that. That's, we That's know this problem. offense the most, more than Trey Lance. Like We know Jimmy G's going to come in and throw one or two touchdowns. He's going to be just mid. Yeah. You know? The Mike McDaniels difference is big, though, because mm-hmm. that was Jimmy G's offensive coordinator, right. and they have practiced all offseason without having Jimmy G in mind. So I think he'll be able to come in, and he's going to definitely elevate Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle. Debo, I think, is the guy who's going to have a big game today. Yeah, that's what or I'm thinking. With the Rams. I agree. Like He hasn't scored a touchdown, yeah, but one on the ground yet. It is Monday night football, keep in mind. Mm. I it's, think big The game. touchdown's coming, like you said. I like Debo to see his work increase because he has. It's been proven. When yeah. Jimmy G is the quarterback, Debo has been a beast. He's another guy who's by low right now. He's ranked right. 34 in wide receivers. Bold take. This is the Cam Akers breakout game. What? Really? Are you hiring? He has been improving. Yeah, he must be, bro. He has been he improving be. very slightly. The last yeah. game, he literally had 12 yeah. rushes for 61 yards, a 5.8 yard per carry. He had zero 5. targets. 08. He had zero, zero targets. targets. Targets are only targets. If you what? can get yourself going in the run game, you're gonna you're gonna enhance your opportunities in the passing. He had game. 61 rushing yards and a touchdown and scored less than 10 fantasy points. He had a it's fumble. improvement. Look at yeah, the snap count too. Every week, it's improved a little bit. Over under 50 yards in this game. I don't want to talk about over and unders. Yeah, I just want exactly. to say this is a breakout game. He's looking for the touchdown. What do you, what do you mean by breakout? Because that's got to be like 15, right? 15 plus. I would say 15 and 20. And that like that would be the breakout wow. game numbers. Wow. Okay. I might go that's under fair. 10 fantasy points in this game. Yeah, I will too. I this think they're going to. bold take. That's all. Cooper Cup. I don't think Allen Robinson's going to do it. But Cooper yeah. Cup and Higby are going to be huge for the Rams in this game. Right. Especially because the 49ers, I think, might go up early. Especially with a healthy Kittle, finally the whole offense mm-hmm. is back to form. 
I mean, the only piece that you're really missing is Elijah Mitchell and Jeff Wilson. Start him again, right? Right. I mean, back-to-back games with over four and then six yards to carry, I'd be very confident this week. Either way, that's going to be a weird game. I'm not looking forward to that one, to be honest, for Monday night. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you guys listening to us once again. Let's have a fun weekend. Thanks for listening today. Check us out on our socials at The Ball Bros Podcast. Let's ride.